السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما All praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O Allah, we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deceptions of the Satan and the evil of our souls. Ameen. Ya Rabbal Alameen. It is indeed only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala that today we continue with Surah Al-Ahzab chapter number 33 and verses 22 to 30. Insha'Allah Al-Aziz, we will complete this juice, this part 21 of the Noble Qur'an today, Insha'Allah Al-Aziz. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala informs us what happened during the battle of the Khandak, the trench? And we told you on several occasions, Sayyidina Salman Farsi radiallahu informed the Master sallallahu alayhi sallam and Sahaba, this was a tactic and strategy we would use there in Persia, Iran and so forth. And that was adopted. And thereafter all Allah jalla sent the wind and the angels and so forth. But there was another group, the hypocrites. So they would tell their people, Halumma ilayna, come towards us. They would not come to the battlefield except little bit, show their face, not in the front row, right in the back, so that if the Muslims were victorious, they will get a share from the booty and the spoils of war. And if the going was tough, then you will see they will look at you, their eyes revolving, as though as they are surrounded by death, and in the case of Sakarat, in the state of Sakarat, in the pains and pangs of death. And when that fear was now gone, and it subsided, and now they were back to normal, Salakukum bi al sinatin hidadin, and then they would smite you with their sharp, sharp tongues, with their sharp, sharp tongues, and then they would make unsavory comments, derogatory statements. They were very stingy to spend on khair, spend their money, spend their lives, spend their time, all that. These are the people, Lam yu'minu, they never had iman, the hypocrites, a'malahum. Almighty Allah, let their actions go in vain. Allah protect us all. They were reading Salat with Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They were fasting with the Master sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They went out sometimes in battle and yet dispatched to the lowest, lowest layer of Jahannam and the hellfire. 
chapter 4, verse 145. Innal munafiqeen, Quran says, Innal munafiqeen fi darkil asfali minan nar. The hypocrites are in the lowest, lowest layer of Jahannam. Allah protect us. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was, is, will always be the best role model and example for humanity and posterity. But who will hear and accept the message? Liman kana yarjullah wal yawm al-akhir. Those who have firm conviction in Almighty Allah in the last day, they are the ones who believe in all the articles of faith. They remember Almighty Allah profusely and abundantly. Today's lesson, chapter 33, Surah Ahzab. Ahzab is the plural of Hizbun. One party, several parties, the confederation, the coalition, the allies, and remember that they were the enemies of Islam and Muslims and Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So verses 22 to 30 today, And when the true believers saw the allies, they saw the coalition, the confederates, call them whatever you want. So that were the Mushrikeen, polytheists, idol worshippers, and the Yahud and the Jews. And thereafter, remember, they were those people who were the hypocrites who joined them. The Jews, the Banu Qureza, Banu Qaynuqa, played a major role. The Sahaba, the beloved students, companions of the Master, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, for Sahaba and companions, we say, Radiyallahu Anu Majma'een. They said, Qalu, this is what Almighty Allah had promised us. This is what Mustafa Habibuna promised us. And Almighty Allah spoke the truth. Mustafa Rasulullah spoke the truth. When they saw all this, the poverty, the hunger, and the challenges they were facing, وَمَا زَادَهُمْ إِلَّا إِيمَانًا وَتَسْلِيمًا And this became a cause for the iman to increase وَتَسْلِيمًا And the submission to Almighty Allah to surrender lovingly, willingly, sincerely to Almighty Allah and Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that increased. That is what we are lacking today, iman, that firm faith and conviction our problem is we want to please everybody. Razi rahe Rahman bi, khush rahe shaitan bi. We want to please Allah and please Satan, Lucifer and his agents. That will never happen. Shaitan and Lucifer will be very happy. Almighty Allah Jalla wala, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam totally displeased with what we are doing today as a ummah. Juxtapose this and draw a comparison what the true believers, Sahaba, said and what the hypocrites said. Cross reference. So that is the time you must remember Surah 33, Surah Ahzab, verse 12. When the hypocrites said, and those people who had doubt and they had skepticism in their hearts, they said, "Ma wa adanallahu wa rasuluhu illa ghurura." What all Matthew Allah promised us, what Mustafa sallallahu alaihi promised us, was nothing but deception. Allah forbid. Chapter thirty-three, verse twelve, and see what Sahaba said. 
So all mighty Allah praises the beloved students, companions of the Master Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in various verses of the Noble Quran. Minal mu'mineen of the believers, rijalun, they are those men. They are the men who are out in the path of Allah. When you draw deductions, lessons, it shows the battlefield is for the men. And the women will be at home. They will be crying, petitioning, begging all Allah. Swadaku that they had they are truthful and what else did ah Ma'ahadullaha alay whatever covenant and promise they made with Allah they fulfilled it and they were truthful in their covenant and pledge with Almighty Allah. And some of them were those that Nahbahu. They gave their life and they died as Shaheed and passed away as Shaheed. You take in the Battle of Badr, there were 14 Sahaba, Shaheed and Shuhada, martyrs. In the Battle of Uhud, 70 of them, Shuhada and martyrs. So these verses refers to them and then after all the shuhada in all parts of the world who pass away obviously with Iman and Islam whether it be in Afghanistan or Palestine whether it be in Syria or Libya whether it be in other parts of the world in Rohingya or wherever else so when people are fighting the enemy for the love and pleasure of Almighty Allah and they pass away then they fall in the category who fulfilled their task and mission with death and they passed away as martyrs Sahaba they would dice with death Khalid bin Walid radiallahu wrote a letter to Rustam and said open Mishka Sharif they love fighting in the part of Allah these people of mine Kama al as you love your wine and alcohol so we translate it as you love your wine dine and swine and others are waiting. When will we attain and obtain martyrdom? Today, when you look at the Palestine and occupied Palestine, this is something the Jutla and the enemies and the Jews and Zionists and enemies of Islam can never understand. That every trick they try, but yet the Muslims come back and they are prepared to give their life because they know that this dunya and this worldly life is a sojourn, is temporary, and thereafter the reward will be everlasting. They will never change. That they are not the hypocrites, they are not the opportunists, they're not like the politicians who practice on expediency. They will go to the Jews and tell them how good they are. They will go to the Muslims and tell them about their contribution. Go to the Jew Christians and tell them about how much sacrifices they made. No, that is to play on the feelings of people and so forth. But the Sahaba, nay, they will not change. They are firm, solid, and they have firm conviction. So why does Allah allow this to happen? So that all might Allah will reward the truthful ones because of their truthfulness. The Sahaba rewarded with maximum optimum reward in the year after. And in this world, whatever goodness came, the booty, spoils of war, the victory, that was just a bonus. The handsome reward is in the year after. 
and these hypocrites who play the double game, like today, there's no shortage of them, where you al munafiqeen, and Allah will punish the hypocrites, insha'Allah, that if he decrees and wants to, oh, ya tawbah alayhim, oh, he will accept their tawbah, that is true. Some of them, remember, they repented, and they became sahaba subsequently, and some of them stayed, like Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul, and they were dispatched to the lowest, lowest layer of Jahannam. Everything happens with a decree of Allah. But if we have sincerity, we are sincere in our quest, then Almighty Allah gives that hidayat. وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا Those who strive in our path, لَنَهَدِيَنَّ مُسُبُّلَنَا We will surely, surely guide them to different, different paths and ways and methods. That is Qudrat Kakarishma, the manifestation of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala and the mercy of Almighty Allah. إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ غَفُورًا رَحِيمًا Verily, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala is of forgiving, very, very forgiving. Rahima and very very merciful now when this coalition came so who were the coalition the mushrikeen and Makkah and that were the leaders there at that time so remember they said we will do this we will do that we're speaking about the fifth year of the hijrah now five years after the migration this side were the Jews and they were the main characters here were the Banu Quraiza and they were the Banu Qainuqa and then the Mushda Munafikin, the hypocrites, they joined them. So therefore the coalition. So what was their aim? They are objectives. We will wipe out the Muslims and Islam and obliterate it. They will try and assassinate the Prophet wasallam. Allah forbid, Allah forbid. So all this was part of their plotting, planning, and scheming. See what Allah says. وَرَدَّ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا Almighty Allah repulsed the disbelievers, the non-Muslims. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala returned the non-Muslims بِغَيْذِهِمْ with their fury, anger, and rage. لَمْ يَنَالُوا خَيْرًا They did not obtain any goodness. They came there and there were nobody really martyred. There was no real combat and fighting. There were a few skirmishes, but not real combat and fighting. So remember, whatever agenda they set out, objective they set out, they did not obtain any goodness. And Almighty Allah sufficed the fighting for the Muslims, meaning that the angels came down, the wind came down, the storm came down, and their pots and their food and everything turned upside down and their plans went sour they ran away and took flight وَكَانَ اللَّهُ قَوِيًّا Almighty Allah is all powerful and almighty who can fight Allah who can prevent the plan and decree of Allah they are plotting planning came to zero and zilch they plotted and planned and Allah has his master plan Allah Ta'ala's plan is the best now all that happened so now you must remember that there was another episode after that 
So they, the Mushrikeen, that is Abu Sufyan, and all of them went away back to Makkah, Mukarramah, and so forth. And they had to go back and, you know, totally disappointed. So like how you find in our days that the Americans and the coalition had to put their tails between their legs and run. So the Taliban defeated 48 countries and inherited so much of their arms and and their ammunition. So millions and billions of dollars. So that is Allah's system. So when Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Sahaba came back to Medina Manawara from the outskirts from Khandak to Medina is not far, it's very near. So Jibreel alayhi salam came and said, Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Sallam, that you are removing your armor and so forth. We still have another battle. Where must we go? We have to go to the Banu Quraiza. The Jutlas and the Jews who were treacherous, who joined, remember, the enemy, the Mushrikeen, they went against the treaty that we had signed. So Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sahaba went to them. وَأَنزَلَ الَّذِينَ زَوَهَرُوهُمْ مِنْ أَهَلِ الْكِتَابِ Then all Mighty Allah made it such that they, the Muslims, they went down against those people, زَوَهَرُوهُمْ who assisted them, who assisted who? The Mushrikeen, the Kuffar, min Alil Kitab, from people of the book, the Jutlas, the Jews, min Swayasihim, from their fortresses. Swayasihim, they were there in their fortresses, and they said that we are safe here, and the Munafikin hypocrites told them, we will help you, we will do this. All lip service, they did nothing. Then when the siege came around them, وَقَذَفَ فِي قُلُوبِهِمُ الرُّعُبَ All might Allah place in their hearts the awe and the fear, A-W-E, and the fear came in their hearts. فَرِيقًا تَقْتُلُونَ One group of the Jutlas, you killed them because they were treacherous and they committed treason now. So therefore they are part of the enemy and therefore the Mubahuddam to kill them is totally permissible. And وَتَأْسِرُونَ فَرِيقًا And one group you took as prisoners of war and you, uh, you kept them there in captivity. In Islam, remember that when we are in war, you can kill the enemy or either you take them as prisoners of war or either you set them free and for a ransom or you let them go free, gratis, free of charge. In Surah Muhammad, Surah 47 in the beginning is mentioned. And either you use them for mubadalatul usara, exchange of prisoners of war, irrespective of the numbers. So all this are permissible. So this is what ta'asirun afariqa. Then these Jutlas were expelled and then they went away there to Khaybar and so forth. Then in Muharram in the seventh year, Almighty Allah made it such. Sahaba went there and they were successful. So the land of Banu Quraiza came into the hands of the Muslim. The land of Khaybar came into the hands of Muslim. And all this belonged to the Jutlas initially. So Almighty Allah made you the heirs of their land. The land, so where they were using for harvesting, planting. Their homes and their wealth. Still today the Jutlas, they want revenge for this. 
that how come the Banu Qurayza lost? How come they lost there in Khaybar? But remember, they're going to lose the whole of occupied Palestine as well. Wa ardan and Allah Ta'ala let you inherit that piece of land. Lam You never walked there. You never went there. So before that, Muslims never would go to Khaybar and so forth, 150 kilometers away. So it shows that when we enter into jihad, then Allah will give us victory. But we must have true iman. Ya ladina amanu. Intansurullah. If you have the deen of Almighty Allah, yansurkum. Almighty Allah will help you and assist you. وَيُثَبِّتْ أَقَدَامَكُمْ And Almighty Allah Jalla Wala will keep your feet firm. وَقَانَ اللَّهُ عَلَىٰ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرًا And Almighty Allah has power over everything. The next two, three verses are lessons for all of us in our life. We get married, we have our wife, we have our children. Now what happens? So look at this verse and the Sababun Nuzul, the background and circumstances. Battle of Badr, the Muslims are victorious. And we see in the Battle of Khaybar, the Muslims are victorious. Battle of Hunain, the Muslims are victorious. So many, many battles, the Muslims are victorious. The booty and the spoils of war were coming. <coughs> some of the Azwaj Mutaharat, not all, some of them suggested, Ya Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, why don't you give us more, like you know, for our spending and so forth and so on, like we are leading very, very, you know, frugal lives and very, very, you know, simple life. So in that we see, so when the women, so Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was, is, will always be the best and most beloved and precious to Almighty Allah, setting the precedent for humanity and posterity. So the master, alayhi salam, called the wives, one by one. Ya ayyuhan nabi, O Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi salam, kulli azwajik, you address your beloved wives and spouses, and tell them, in kuntunna turidna lahayatat dunya wa zinataha, if they want this worldly life more and more, and the glitter glamour of this, it don't mean they ask for that, they just ask for a little bit more, but you, the household of the Master, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, then you, the honorable wives, come, umatti kunna, I will give you gifts and presents, wa usarrih kunna sarahan jamila, and then I will release you a beautiful release that you go your way and then finish. Every one of them said, No, we don't want this. We want you, O Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala. We want you, O Mustafa, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So today, a lesson for husband, wife. Wives, don't keep on demanding, demanding. And you, husbands, don't be so stingy and miserly also. Spend when Allah has given you, but not in haram things. Remember that. So everything has a balance, we must remember. وَإِن كُنْتُنَّ تُرِدْنَ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ And if you want Almighty Allah, O Honorable Wives, you want His Messenger وَرَسُولَهُ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ وَالدَّارَ الْآخِرَةَ أَنَّ يَا أَفْتَى So today this Ummah by and large, if you say 80-90%, it will be correct. 
that we are now drowning in this world and we forget the year after. So we then, before reaching our destination, we drown in this world. Therefore, Sufyan Thawri, rahimahullah, used to teach us a beautiful dua. And what dua he said? Allahumma jalid dunya fi aidina. Ya Allah, give us dunya in our context. Nice house, nice car, nice wife, nice husband, nice children, nice business, everything good. Well, but keep it in our hands. Don't place it in our hearts, Ya Allah. The heart must be for all, mighty Allah, for Mustafa وسلم, and the year after. Indeed, Allah has prepared for you the muhsinat, those who fulfill their duty with beauty and sincerity. For you, a magnificent, spectacular reward. And for all of them, Allah gave them that. So how honorable they are. Ya Nisa and Nabi. This is an example. As you will see in front, tomorrow's lesson, Ya Nisa and Nabi, Lastunnaka Hadimin Nisa. You're not like any other woman. You are the wives of Mustafa, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You are the mothers of this Ummah. Ya Nisa and Nabi, Mayati Min Kunna Bifahishatim Mubayina. Whosoever of you commits a crime and it is apparent and manifest, then you draw of lahal Then the punishment will be double the amount. Obviously, every wife of Mustafa وسلم, was pure and chaste. The Kuffar Shias, they make that allegations, accusations against Mother Aisha radiallahu anha. Almighty Allah reveals Surah 24, Surah Nur. Chapter 24, verses 11 to 26, to exonerate her. So therefore, on that point alone, we say the Shias are kuffar and out of the fall of Islam. And that is very, very easy for Almighty Allah. We beg Allah, accept this tafsir. Ya Allah, let it reach the whole world in Ummah. Be fatherlika wa rahmatika wa judika through your benevolence, grace and mercy. And the barakah wa seela of Mustafa sallallahu sallam. Ya Allah, reward our parents, our family members, our teacher. And Allah ta'ala grant all of us the Ummah, Jannat al-Fiddaus. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.